Hi, I'm Alex L., and I write books for a living. The Hey Girl podcast was created with sisterhood and storytelling in mind. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. I'll be sitting down with some phenomenal women to discuss love. I believe we grew distant out of love of some type. Like, yeah. I don't want to hurt you. Loss. Really don't know what's going to trigger that feeling of right. grief in any moment. And a topic very important to my work self-care. Freedom is self-care. It's not about pedicures. It's not about clothing. It's not about trips. Join us as we journey through sharing together. Today on the show, I'm sitting down with a phenomenally talented textile artist and weaver. Her name is Judith. She is from Barcelona, Spain, and has an amazing eye for color, texture, and patterns. I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation. Here's Judith. Hey, girl. Hey, yeah. How are you, Judith? I'm good. I'm, Such a pleasure to be here with you. I'm glad to have you on the show, and I'm really excited to talk to you about your art and your love for color and also your self-care practice as a textile artist. So, before we get started, I would love for you to introduce yourself to the Hey Girl listeners. So who are you and what do you do? I'm Judith. I'm from Spain. I'm from Barcelona. And uh, I've been always involved with the art world. And I am a textile artist and I, I do weavings for a living. So your art stands out to me a lot because you use these beautiful vibrant colors and I remember when I first saw what one of your tapestries on Instagram I fell in love immediately <laughs> I was just like this thing makes me so happy so <laughs> Thank you. how did you get started and um, my mom was a weaver mm. forever for a long time she was always a crafter actually and I always been uh, involved and surrounded by textiles my mom always was sewing dresses for me and my sisters and doing all sorts of crafts, but uh, she was a weaver, and I actually learned how to weave when I was really young, like around 11 or 12 years old. Mm -hmm. So it's always been in my DNA, like weaving and, 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 and crafting. I I went to art and fashion school, and but I didn't really like it. <laughs> And then I went into sculpture, and then I ended up like a textile art mm -hmm. school mm -hmm. where I learned how to weave and embroidery, and I, I, I found it. I found my 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 passion, yeah. You fell in love with it then, huh? Yeah, yeah. So w your art is really different. Your weaving is really different, anything, f different from anything I've ever seen. So I would love to know in your studio, oh my goodness, I wish I could come live in your studio <laughs> with all those beautiful colors. Um, I would love to know how you go about picking the colors. Does it have to do with your mood? Does it have to do with the weather? Or, is, or are they just things that you love and want to put into a tapestry? They come, they come, I don't know, like sometimes I play with uh, materials I have around, but the color combinations, like, like I guess, like I found them, I, I, I combinate them in a way that they suit my eye, mm. or my, even like my, my I don't know, it, they suit my soul, I guess, mm -hmm. like, I always been like, 
like really um, inspired by by synesthesia, how you can like feel textures mm-hmm. through colors or how I don't know, they talk to me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think that's beautiful. And I wanna I wanna go back to, you know, your mom being a weaver and your earliest memory of her and her art and and how that made you feel as a young girl i guess i felt really connected to her in a way yeah and she started weaving i was doing piano lessons and she found a school right next to my my music school Mm. and i started being more interested in the weaving in the textile world than the music so I ended up joining her school instead of piano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did the, my first tapestry, the little elephant with um, <laughs> a little yeah. elephant you made for the first time. Yes. Do you still yeah, have yeah. it? Does your mom yeah. have it? Yeah, I still have it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. Mostly, I don't know. I I think I started weaving too. I went back into weaving after learning it as a child uh, when my mom died mm. while I was in fashion school and I actually dropped out of I couldn't finish it. Mm. And I started weaving by, back then for fashion school, I guess, in a way to reconnect with her. Yeah. I was going to ask you when, after your mom passed away, did you find yourself more, more um, interested or even more immersed in wanting to create things that made you feel closer to her i guess like a a therapy art is a therapy you know mm-hmm. mostly and and, and mm. had to be able to um close doors or, or or not or opening them or talk to her no like a conversation no? yeah. and especially i when i dropped fashion school i went into sculpture and i that was the best therapy i think like being like in touch with no touch, touching, touching a therapy, you know, uh, playing with, with ceramics or carving wood, no? Mm-hmm. It's therapeutic. It makes you feel good and it can kind of be like meditation, right? Yeah, and especially, yeah, totally. Like that's, weaving is my meditation mm-hmm. and especially I have really hard time expressing feelings sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm learning, <laughs> but um, no, we're all a work in progress. Yes. Like a, a way to, to, to take out uh, feelings, know that sometimes it's really hard to take out, get out, get rid of. Mm-hmm. So when did you start your business? And when did you decide that these are really beautiful and good and I think they'll make other people happy? Thank you. I started while I was finishing art school. I actually was going for embroidering. I was I was trying to do uh, embroidery jewelry and and try to open a shop online and and I had a, a mix of different stuff like jewelry and I had tapestries that I did in school and it started to work out. There was like a no, I started to, to, to be a general interest in weavings, and I guess I was on the right moment, mm-hmm. on the right waves, and it worked for me. I guess I was I was lucky, I think. Do you have any good feelings when you see your customers, you know, share their photos on your Etsy or on Instagram? Mm-hmm. How does that make you feel as an artist to see your work in other people's homes? Contradictory things. It makes me feel 
I know, overwhelm. Yeah, and it's like a really, I don't know, it's its an incredible feeling like people want to buy my work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, it's its powerful. Yeah. It's a powerful, like, being able to live out of that more than I ever dreamed, actually. Triggers my insecurities. There is no better time to take your fitness to the next level. And every bit of motivation counts. Like a sweet pair of London's most popular Sweaty Betty power leggings. Make any move you want knowing that your leggings have got your backside. For over 20 years, Sweaty Betty's five-star rated power leggings have helped women crush their workouts. Because no other athletic brand can compete with the Sweaty Betty power leggings. Expertly placed seam and squat tested compression fabric that physically gives your booty instant peach emoji status quick drying and pocket equipped these leggings are high-waisted performers take their quiz at sweatybetty.com to find your perfect style and choose from a wide selection of strategically cut patterns i love these sweaty betty leggings because they are high-waisted they hold everything in place i can rollerblade in them i can hula hoop in them i can do yoga in them and i adore them so i wear sweaty betty and maybe you should consider wearing them too now through november 1st get 20 percent off of your entire purchase when you visit sweatybetty.com slash hey girl this is the best offer sweaty betty has available anywhere because you deserve to look amazing before during and after your workout get 20% off your entire purchase at sweatybetty.com slash heygirl only until November 1st spelled S-W-E-A-T-Y-B-E-T-T-Y dot com slash heygirl. I recently started wearing a new bra by Third Love and I absolutely adore it. Did you know that breast shape matters when you're finding a good fit? I didn't. Third Love uses data points generated by millions of women who have taken their Fit Finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape in mind for a perfect fit and premium feel. I found the Fit Finder quiz really helpful when I was picking out my third love bra. I didn't know I was wearing the wrong size for so long. I think what's really awesome about this is that over 12 million women have taken the quiz to date, and it's actually a pretty fun experience. I answered a few simple questions and I found my perfect fit in about 60 seconds. Third Love offers more than 70 sizes, which is more sizes than most other brands, including their signature half cup sizes. Not only that, but Third Love is convenient. You can skip the trip to the mall, find your fit with their online fit finder, order, try it on at home. No more awkward fitting room experiences. What really sold me on Third Love was the 100% fit guarantee. Every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, and put it to the test. And if you don't love it, you can return it. And Third Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. Third Love's team of expert fit stylists are dedicated to helping you find your perfect fit. Fit stylists are available every day to help via text, chat, or phone. Returns and exchanges are free and easy. What's not to love? Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now, they're offering Hey Girl listeners 15% off of your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash heygirl to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash heygirl for 15% off today. Let's talk about that triggering of insecurities, even though it's such an overwhelming and, and 
incredible feeling, as you just said. What makes you feel insecure about that, even though you, your work is just stunning? I don't know. Yeah, like being able to live out of that, that, the, that people want it. Yeah. And want my work at their houses, staring it every day, it, I've never dreamed of. I never thought mm-hmm. that that double come true so I I get humble about it I Mm. guess I don't know I never expected now it gets way bigger than I thought you will get yeah I understand that I understand that completely and it's really beautiful to know that especially as artists um, being you know that our work is gonna outlive us and it's gonna be here forever you know yeah and you as a writer too your your words are no words are as like visual or how to like you touch other people's feelings no mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah. that's different types of art and how it can you know just make an impact even when we are no longer here and I think that's what's so special about your work I have one of your pieces at home and when I see your work on social media it makes me feel happy legitimately I just feel like yeah. magic in my body because it's so unique and beautiful and it's I'm very kind of monochromatic I like gray and black mm-hmm. <laughs> Minimal, and, yeah. and cream but when I see your images it's like oh my gosh there's that little <laughs> bit of color I needed <laughs> yeah I got a bunch of customers actually that they buy them for uh, family members or kids I don't know in the spectrum because touching it and the colors it stimulates them yeah. or or it makes them feel like safe touching it. What's what's that uh, ASMR? Yeah, the, yeah, <laughs> comfortable yeah. and feel good and yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's beautiful. Um, I wanna mm-hmm. I wanna talk a little bit about something you said earlier, which was weaving is like your form of meditation. Mm-hmm. So, what is your studio setting like, or what is your process like when you sit down and you create one of these pieces? I get really introspective, mm-hmm. actually, and uh, I don't like interruptions. Actually, when I'm while I'm weaving, I count. I count. I feel like like wh- while I'm swimming, it's kind of like the same therapy. Mm-hmm. Swimming, weaving, it's it's really repetitive, and and I'm, I'm it's kind of slow my technique, so it needs patience. Mm-hmm. So that patience learn, you know, teach me how to control, control emotions or control my anxiety, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it helps, it helps kind of calm you down. It helps slow you down and get into kind of, it sounds like you're saying a rhythm and work on, you know, being patient and being in the moment. I'm usually really nervous and hyperactive and I like to be moving all the time. So it's my sitting time where mm-hmm. I need to not concentrate, but be there and and pay attention to the same thing, no, for for some hours. Mm. So yeah, it helps like to to relax my mind sometimes. Um, I wanted to ask you as well, what you feel self care is in your life, be it with, you know, creating your tapestries or maybe even exploring other forms of art. You know, you mentioned embroidering, you mentioned sitting at the, you know, the ceramicist wheel. What ways does self-care show up for you personally and through your art? That introspective, no way to to create, no, I'll leave it like a 
like a therapy and um, like a self-knowledge kind of thing, you know, like, I don't know, I'm in a moment right now that I'm like kind of trying to rediscover myself and trying to be calm, either there's a crazy storm outside, you know, mm-hmm. so. What gives you comfort in your life outside of art? So like, for instance, say you get anxious or nervous about something. Outside of sitting down and slowing down with your art, what makes you feel good and safe? So maybe it's a food, or maybe it's calling a sibling, or maybe it's having tea. Exercising and walking my dog, mm-hmm. and or cooking a meal. Yeah, I used to have a piano, playing the piano again will help me <laughs> yeah. too. Do you miss? Do you miss Spain? Hmm, I do. Yeah. I do some days, but. I don't know. No, nowhere's perfect. No, no nation is. Every nation has his its own craziness. Mm-hmm. No, so it doesn't matter where you are. No, what matters that you're okay with yourself. No, mm-hmm. sometimes we try to escape, not to look inside of ourselves. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I miss pain. I miss <laughs> pain. I miss the heat. I'm in North Carolina. It's kind of cold all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so before we wrap up, I want to I wanna ask you, what would you say to a young girl who wants to get into art and creating and making a living off of, you know, finding her, her own meditation and how she uses her hands? I don't care about what people say. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you feel like without without anything that will uh, constrain you. Just take off the limits. Take off your own limits. Go go outside of yourself. Try to focus on, on, on what you're doing without limits. Mm. You know, and, and, con- and get and constant, you know, and perseverance. Mm. I love that. I think that's a good way to end. Thank you, Judith. Thank you, Alan. Hey Girl Podcast is a member of the District Productive, produced by Paul, Woody Woodhall, and me, Alex L. Music by DC's own Kokai. <laughs>